Hi, and welcome to the chapter 25 of the Book of Rulebooks. My name is Mathieu Labrosse, and today we'll go over the rulebook for Mind Management, a game designed by Jake Cormier and Sen Fung Lim and published by Off the Page Games. What have you gotten yourself into? Working from the shadows and living in the edges of your subconscious, mind management has been using psychically powered agents to stop global crises since before you were born. Pandemics, world wars, trust us, it could have been much worse. Mind management is always there and we are always looking for new agents. We have deployed covert operatives around the world to recruit individuals who display psychic aptitude, that is, above average. If you have opened the box and read this, well, if you have opened the box and can read this, and the materials inside don't look like pieces from a forgotten board game of yesteryear, then you have the aptitude that we are looking for. Unfortunately, some rogue agents wants to put an end to mind management. These rogue agents think they know what's best for the world and they are now using their own psychic abilities to prevent us from achieving our benevolent, world-saving goals. In this psychic espionage game, one player is the mind management recruiter who must scour the city for new recruits without revealing their position or goals. All other players are rogue agents who must try to stop mind management before they acquire too many new recruits and solidify their strange hold on world events. The Training Mission If this is your first time playing the game, then follow along using the Training Mission side of the Setup Reminder card and read the core rules plus any section marked with the Training Mission green highlight and skip over any of the full game rules, which will be an orange highlight. Once you're ready to try the full game, then follow along using the setup reminder card and read the core rules in any section marked with the full game highlight and skip over any of the training mission rules. This chapter of the book of rulebooks will be slightly different than that of the structure of the rulebook. First, we'll go through all the rules including only the training mission rules. When you hear rules that are only important for the training mission, you will hear this sound. Once the rules with the training missions will be completed, we'll go back all the way to the game area setup, which is at the beginning, and go over all the rules again, this time including the full game rules. When you hear the rules for the full game, you will now hear this sound. So as mentioned, let's now go over all the rules to play the training mission. Important It is important to set up the game area, the recruiter, and the rogue agents in the correct order. This is to ensure that players have the correct information they need to make setup decisions. Game Area Setup Step A. One player volunteers or is randomly selected to play as the mind management recruiter. 
all other players are rogue agents. Step B. Place the game board face up on the table. The board should be oriented so the recruiter's side is closest to the recruiter. The opposite side is the rogue agent side. Important. The game board shows a map of the city of Zanzibar. It is divided up into square locations, each of which has two features. Step D. Place the time token next to the 1 o'clock to 5 o'clock on the time track. Step E. Place each rogue agent's action cards under the appropriate labels on the rogue agent side of the game board so that the action's description is visible to everyone. Then do the same for the mind management action card on the recruiter side. Step F. Place the mental note tokens, step tokens, and recruit tokens in a supply off to the side. Step G. Use one recruit token to cover each of the 15 and 16 o'clock spaces on the time track. This is to show the training mission is two turns shorter than the full game. You should now have a total of nine recruits in the supply. The Recruiter Setup Step I The recruiter takes the secret map, mental screen, and one dry erase marker. They place their secret map behind their mental screen, orienting it to match the game board. Important. True to its name, the secret map should never be shown to the rogue agents at any time during the game. Step K. The recruiter takes one mind slip token and places it in front of their mental screen, visible to the rogue agents. Step L. The recruiter either chooses or randomly draws one recruiter card, secretly looks at it, and places it behind their mental screen, where the rogue agents cannot see it. They return the card that was not selected to the box, being careful not to show it. Important. The recruiter cards, with the blue background, are used by the recruiter, whereas the potential recruiter cards, with the brown background, are used by the rogue agents to try to identify the recruiter. Step M. The recruiter chooses a starting location by writing 1 on any location on their secret map, and not on the game board. Important. Unless you're feeling really tricky, it's a good idea to choose a starting location that's not on the outside edge of the board, which is where the agents will start. Step N. The recruiter reveals their starting location to the rogue agents. They do this by taking a mental note token from the supply, flipping it to its confirmed, which is the green side, and writing a 1 on it. They place the token on the location on the game board that corresponds to the 1 they wrote on their secret map. Step O. The recruiter shuffles the feature cards and draws 3 at random. They secretly look at them and place them face up behind their screen where the rogue agents cannot see them. On their secret map, the recruiter circles every feature that matches any of the three cards. Step P. 
The recruiter then performs four step actions and marks them on their secret board as two, three, four, and five. Important. If this is your first time playing, make sure you first listen on how to do a step action, which will be explained later on. Remember, you may only visit each location once. Step Q. The recruiter collects recruits during their starting steps by visiting locations with circled features. After the four steps are complete, the recruiter counts the number of circled features on locations marked 1 through 5 and places that number of recruit tokens from the supply next to the 1 o'clock to 5 o'clock space on the time track. The Rogue Agents Setup Step S. The rogue agents take one dry erase marker to share. Then they distribute the four agent cards as evenly as possible between their players. For a two-player game, the lone rogue agent controls all four. In a three-player game, each of the two rogue agents controlled two agents. For a four-player game, each of the three rogue agents controls one agent. The fourth agent is controlled by all rogue agents. And for a five-player game, each of the four rogue agents controls one agent. Each rogue agent places their agent cards in front of them with the side that does not have any printed abilities face up. Note that on the training mission, agent cards do not have special abilities, so it does not matter how players select them. Step T. Each rogue agent takes the agent figures matching their agent cards and places them in any location on the outside edge of the game board. Step U. Place both potential recruiter cards under the potential label on the rogue agent side of the board. This is so the rogue agents know which special abilities the recruiter might have. And step Y. Start the game with the recruiter's first turn. Recruiter's Objective During the game, the recruiter secretly moves around the board, marking each location they visit on their secret map. They must evade detection by the rogue agents while visiting specific features to contact recruits. The recruiter can win in either of two ways. First, by contacting and revealing a total of 9 recruits, or second, by reaching the 14 o'clock without getting captured. If the recruiter reveals that they have collected a ninth recruit, they win immediately. Alternatively, if the time token reaches 14 o'clock, which is the last space on the time track, the rogue agents run out of time and the recruiter wins, even if they have not collected any recruits. Important. The rogue agents do not get to take a turn after the time token reaches 14 o'clock. The rogue agent's objective. The rogue agent's job is to investigate locations and attempt to track down the recruiter before time runs out. They win if they successfully capture the recruiter. To capture the recruiter, an agent must perform the capture action while they are in the same location as the recruiter. 
If the recruiter is captured, the rogue agents win immediately. Round Overview During the game round, each side will take a total of two turns in the following order. The first turn is for the recruiter, in which the recruiter takes one action and advances the time token. Then, the rogue agents will take their first turn. The rogue agents activate any two of their agents to do so. For the second turn of the recruiter, the recruiter takes one action, advances the time token, and resolves an alert icon. And for the second turn of the rogue agents, the rogue agents activate their two remaining agents. And finally, the round end. Stand up each of the agent figures on the game board and begin the next round. The Recruiter's Turn The recruiter must do the following in any order. Take one action and advance the time token. Recording Hidden Movement As the recruiter, you do not have a figure to move around on the board. Instead, you secretly track your movements on the secret map. Each time you visit a new location, you write a number on that location on your map. The number that you write always follows the previous number you wrote. This will create a numbered path around the board. For example, at the start of the game, you'll have the numbers 1 through 5 written on your map. When you move to a new location on your first turn, you will write a 6 there. Recruiter Action You have two available actions, which are step or step using your mind slip. When you use your step action, you may move to any orthogonally adjacent location on your secret map and write down the number that follows the previous number you wrote. This number also indicates the time that you were on this location and will always match where the time token is by the end of the turn. You must obey the following movement rules. First, you may not move diagonally, unless you are moving to or from a temple, which will be explained later. You may not move to a location you've already visited, which for you would be a location with a time already written on it. And third, you may move to a location occupied by an agent, and you do not have to reveal that you've done so. Important. You may visit each location only once each game. This means there can only ever be a single number on each location. If there is already a number written on a location, you can't move there, whether you're using step or mind slip. In the rare event that you would become totally boxed in and have no way to move to any location that you have not already visited, the rogue agents immediately win. Contacting Recruits Whenever you visit a location that has one or more circle features matching any of the three feature cards behind your screen, you automatically contact one recruit for each circle feature. However, as you'll see, when you get to advanced time token, you only indicate the total number of recruits you have contacted once per round, when the time token reaches an alert icon on the time track. The Temples 
Temple locations are special in that they allow the recruiter or agent to move diagonally. A player may move to a temple from any diagonally or orthogonally adjacent location. If a player is at a temple, they may move to any location that is diagonally or orthogonally adjacent to it. The Mind Slip Action Instead of a regular step action, you can discard your Mind Slip token to use the special Mind Slip Action detailed on your Recruiter card. Each Recruiter card has a different Mind Slip ability. When you use a Mind Slip, first, write the next number on your new location on your secret map, as with a step. Do not write a number on any locations between your old location and your new one. And second, after you advance the time token, place your discarded mind slip token on the time track beside the time token to show the rogue agents when you used it. Important. When you mind slip, you jump over any intervening locations without visiting them. You may not contact any recruits in locations you jump over, but you may jump over locations you've already visited. This can get you out of a tight spot. If you place a mind slip token on the time track, you must use your mind slip to its full extent. You may not pretend to use or only partially use a mind slip to try and trick the rogue agents. The first recruiter card is Karlbox, the admin. During the mind slip, he allows you to move to a location two spaces away in a straight orthogonal line. You may pass through locations you've visited and you may pass through Mayhem tokens, which will be explained in the full game rules. The second recruiter card is the Pipe Girl. She allows you to move to a location two spaces away in a straight diagonal line. You may pass through locations you've visited and you may pass through Mayhem token, which again will be explained in the full game rules. Advance the time token. At the end of your turn, move the time token one space forward on the time track. The time track should now match the time you wrote on your screen map. If the token reaches a white, even-numbered space, your turn is now over. If the token reaches an odd-numbered space with the red alert icon, you must now indicate how many recruits you have contacted this round. Count all circle features that you visited on both your turns this round and place that many recruit meeples from the supply next to the time token. You do not specify at which time each recruit was contacted. If you have revealed your ninth recruit, you immediately win. If not, your turn is over. The Rogue Agent's Turn as the rogue agents, you must activate any two agents who have not yet acted this round. Each agent you activate may do any of the following in any order. Move up to two spaces and take one action. After an agent has been activated, knock their figure over to indicate that they may not activate again until the following round. Agent Movement your agent may move to a new location up to two spaces away, obeying the following movement rules. First, 
each move must be to an orthogonally adjacent location. You may not move diagonally, unless you are moving to or from a temple. Second, you may change direction during your movement. Third, you may move to a location occupied by another agent. And fourth, as soon as you take an action, your move is over. You may not use your action during your move. The Agent Action Each agent has three available actions, which are Ask, Reveal, and Capture. The Ask Action When you take an Ask Action, choose one of the features in your location and ask if the recruiter has visited any location with that feature. The recruiter must consult their secret map to see if they have visited one or more locations with that feature. If they have, they must reveal one such location by placing a step token on it on the game board. The recruiter must choose a location that does not already have a step token or confirmed, which are green, mental note on it. They may, however, place a step token on a location with an unconfirmed, which are white, mental note. If the recruiter has not visited any locations with the feature, or if all locations they visited with the feature already have tokens, the recruiter declares that they cannot place a new token. Important. A temple is not a feature and cannot be asked about. Whenever the recruiter is asked about a feature, they only need to reveal one location, regardless of how many they've visited with that feature. They should be careful not to tell the rogue agents whether they have multiple options to choose from. Mental Notes Mental Notes help the rogue agents keep track of information they've discovered and when they discovered it. As they place and confirm mental notes on the board, the agents will start to see the recruiter's path take shape. Each mental note has an unconfirmed, which are white, and confirmed, which are green, side. The unconfirmed mental notes are used for tracking information the rogue agents suspects to be true. The rogue agents may place, move, or remove unconfirmed mental notes anywhere on the game board at any time and may write any information they think is relevant on them using a dry erase marker. The confirmed mental notes are for tracking information that the recruiter has given. The recruiter must place a confirmed mental note when the rogue agents use a reveal action, which will be explained later. Once a confirmed mental note is placed, it cannot be changed or removed from the game board. Other than placing mental notes, the rogue agents may not take notes or otherwise record information they've received. A total of 15 mental note tokens can be on the board, so the rogue agents must use them wisely. No new step token If the recruiter cannot place a new step token in response to an ask, this can still provide valuable information. It means that the recruiter hasn't visited any location on the map that have the feature but don't have a token. You should track locations the recruiter hasn't visited by placing unconfirmed mental notes there and writing an X 
as well as the time when it was asked about. If the recruiter later places a step token on one of these locations, you will know they were there after the time on your note. The reveal action. If your agent is on a location with a step token, you may discard the step token to ask the recruiter when they were in that location. The recruiter must consult their secret map and place a confirmed mental note on that location with the specific time that they visited it. The capture action. You may use a capture action at your location to attempt to capture the recruiter. The recruiter must consult their secret map. If they are currently at your location, they declare the capture is a hit. They are captured and the rogue agents win. If the recruiter is not currently at your location, they declare the capture is a miss and play continues. A tip. Use unconfirmed mental notes to mark missed captures. End of round. After all four agents have activated, the round ends. Stand all agents upright and begin the next round with the recruiter's next turn. The game end. The rogue agents win the game if they capture the recruiter or if the recruiter cannot make a legal move. The recruiter wins if the time token makes it to 14 o'clock. They have evaded capture. The recruiter can also win if they've contacted 9 recruits. You can keep track of up to 4 sets of games on the back page of the rules. Fill in the name of the player controlling the recruiter and each of the agents. For each game played between this set of players, fill in the date and the recruiter's character, which could be Adman or Pipe Girl. If the rogue agents win, fill in the round in which they won. If the recruiter wins, write an R for recruits or E for evade, where R means they won by contacted the required number of recruits and E means they evaded capture for the entire game. Now that we've gone through all the rules for the training mission, let's go back to the game area setup at the beginning and go through it again, but with the full game rules this time. Game Area Setup Step A. One player volunteers or is randomly selected to play as the Mine Management Recruiter. All other players are rogue agents. Step B. Place the game board face up on the table. The board should be oriented so the recruiter's side is closest to the recruiter. The opposite side is the rogue agent side. Important. The game board shows a map of the city of Zanzibar. It is divided up into square locations, each of which has two features. Step C. The Mayhem Tokens. Five Mayhem Tokens will be added to the board. A Mayhem Token is placed between any two locations on the board. No one may place a Mayhem Token such that it touches another Mayhem Token, either by doing an L or in a long line. The Recruiter 
places one Mayhem token first, then going clockwise, each player places one Mayhem token until they're all placed. Step D. Place the time token next to the 1 o'clock to 5 o'clock on the time track. Step E. Place each rogue agent's action cards under the appropriate labels on the rogue agent side of the game board so that the action's description is visible to everyone. Then, do the same for the mind management's action card on the recruiter side. Step F. Place the mental note tokens, step tokens, and recruit tokens in a supply off to the side. There should now be a total of 12 recruits in the supply. The Recruiter Setup Step I The Recruiter takes the secret map, mental screen, and one dry erase marker. They place their secret map behind their mental screen, orienting it to match the game board. Important True to its name, the secret map should never be shown to the rogue agents at any time during the game. Step J. Mark Mayhem. Before choosing their starting location, the recruiter marks the location of all Mayhem tokens on their secret map. They may not pass through any Mayhem tokens during their first steps. Step K. The recruiter takes one Mind Slip token and places it in front of their mental screen, visible to the rogue agents. Step L. The recruiter either chooses or randomly draws one recruiter card, secretly looks at it, and places it behind their mental screen where the rogue agents cannot see it. They return the card that was not selected to the box, being careful not to show it. Important. The recruiter cards, with the blue background, are used by the recruiter, whereas the potential recruiter cards, with the brown background, are used by the rogue agents to try to identify the recruiter. Step M. The recruiter chooses a starting location by writing 1 on any location on their secret map and not on the game board. Important. Unless you're feeling really tricky, it's a good idea to choose a starting location that's not on the outside edge of the board, which is where the agents will start. Hidden Starting Location When the recruiter chooses their starting location, they do not reveal it to the rogue agents. Step O The recruiter shuffles the feature cards and draws three at random. They secretly look at them and place them face up behind their screen where the rogue agents cannot see them. On their secret map, the recruiter circles every feature that matches any of the three cards. Step P. The recruiter then performs four step actions and marks them on their secret board as 2, 3, 4, and 5. Important. If this is your first time playing, make sure you first listen on how to do a step action, which will be explained later on. Remember, you may only visit each location once. And you cannot step through Mayhem tokens. Step Q. 
The recruiter collects recruits during their starting steps by visiting locations with circled features. After the four steps are complete, the recruiter counts the number of circled features on locations marked 1 through 5 and places that number of recruit tokens from the supply next to the 1 o'clock to 5 o'clock space on the time track. Step R. Place Immortals. The recruiter places four immortal figures on the game board, obeying the following restrictions. First, each immortal must be placed in a different location. And second, immortals may not be placed at locations on the outside edges of the game board, which is where the agents will start. The Rogue Agents Setup Step S the rogue agents take one dry erase marker to share. Then, they distribute the four agent cards as evenly as possible between their players. For a two-player game, the lone rogue agent controls all four. In a three-player game, each of the two rogue agents control two agents. For a four-player game, each of the three rogue agents controls one agent. The fourth agent is controlled by all rogue agents. And for a five-player game, each of the four rogue agents controls one agent. Choose Agents When the rogue agents chooses agents to control, they place their agent cards with the ability text face-up. They may either choose agents randomly or choose them based on their abilities. Step T each rogue agent takes the agent figures matching their agent cards and places them in any location on the outside edge of the game board. Step U. Place both potential recruiter cards under the potential label on the rogue agent side of the board. This is so the rogue agents know which special abilities the recruiter might have. Step V. Ally cards. The rogue agents place any ally cards they have access to face up under the allies label. The rogue agents start with one ally, which is the Black Ops Dolphin, but may unlock more in the shift packages. Step W. Place the second mind slip. The rogue agents choose a location on the board that is orthogonally or diagonally adjacent to one of the temples and place the recruiter's second mind slip token there. Step X. The recruiter then draws an additional two feature cards from the deck and places them face up under the immortal recruiting label on their side of the board. In step Y, start the game with the recruiter's first turn. Recruiter's objective. During the game, the recruiter secretly moves around the board, marking each location they visit on their secret map. They must evade detection by the rogue agents while visiting specific features to contact recruits. The recruiter can win in either of two ways. First, contact and reveal a total of 12 recruits, or second, reach the 16 o'clock without getting captured. If the recruiter reveals that they have collected a 12th recruit, they win immediately. Alternatively, 
If the time token reaches 16 o'clock, which is the last base on the time track, the rogue agents run out of time and the recruiter wins, even if they have not collected any recruits. Important. The rogue agents do not get to take a turn after the time token reaches 16 o'clock. The rogue agent's objective. The rogue agent's job is to investigate locations and attempt to track down the recruiter before time runs out. They win if they successfully capture the recruiter. To capture the recruiter, an agent must perform the capture action while they are in the same location as the recruiter. If the recruiter is captured, the rogue agents win immediately. Round Overview During the game round, each side will take a total of two turns in the following order. The first turn is for the recruiter, in which the recruiter takes one action and advances the time token. Then, the rogue agents will take their first turn. The rogue agents activate any two of their agents to do so. For the second turn of the recruiter, the recruiter takes one action, advances the time token, and resolves an alert icon. And for the second turn of the rogue agents, the rogue agents activate their two remaining agents. And finally, the round end. Stand up each of the agent figures on the game board and begin the next round. The Recruiter's Turn The recruiter must do the following in any order. Take one action, move one immortal, or, and this is optional, place one step token to move one immortal again. The recruiter then completes their turn by doing the following in this order. First, draw a new immortal feature cards, and second, advance the time token. Recording Hidden Movement As the recruiter, you do not have a figure to move around on the board. Instead, you secretly track your movements on the secret map. Each time you visit a new location, you write a number on that location on your map. The number that you write always follows the previous number you wrote. This will create a numbered path around the board. For example, at the start of the game, you'll have the numbers 1 through 5 written on your map. When you move to a new location on your first turn, you will write a 6 there. Recruiter Action You have two available actions, which are step or step using your mind slip. When you use your step action, you may move to any orthogonally adjacent location on your secret map and write down the number that follows the previous number you wrote. This number also indicates the time that you were on this location and will always match where the time token is by the end of the turn. You must obey the following movement rules. First, you may not move diagonally, unless you are moving to or from a temple, which will be explained later. You may not move to a location you've already visited, which for you would be a location with a time already written on it. And third, you may move to a location occupied by an agent, and you do not have to reveal that you've done so. 
And finally, for the full game, you may not move through mayhem. Important. You may visit each location only once each game. This means there can only ever be a single number on each location. If there is already a number written on a location, you can't move there, whether you're using step or mind slip. In the rare event that you would become totally boxed in and have no way to move to any location that you have not already visited, the rogue agents immediately win. The Mayhem Mayhem changes the layout of the game board by blocking certain routes. Neither the recruiter, the immortals, nor the agents may move through Mayhem tokens. However, the recruiter can jump over Mayhem using the mind slips. It's important to note that the Mayhem tokens only block orthogonal movement. Diagonal movement from the temples or with immortals is never blocked by Mayhem. Contacting Recruits Whenever you visit a location that has one or more circle features matching any of the three feature cards behind your screen, you automatically contact one recruit for each circle feature. However, as you'll see, when you get to Advanced Time Token, you only indicate the total number of recruits you have contacted once per round, when the Time Token reaches an alert icon on the time track. The Temples Temple locations are special in that they allow the recruiter or agents to move diagonally. A player may move to a temple from any diagonally or orthogonally adjacent location. If a player is at a temple, they may move to any location that is diagonally or orthogonally adjacent to it. The Mind Slip Action Instead of a regular step action, you can discard your Mind Slip token to use the special Mind Slip action detailed on your Recruiter card. Each Recruiter card has a different Mind Slip ability. When you use a Mind Slip, first, write the next number on your new location on your secret map, as with a step. Do not write a number on any locations between your old location and your new one. And second, after you advance the time token, place your discarded mind slip token on the time track beside the time token to show the rogue agents when you used it. Important. When you mind slip, you jump over any intervening locations without visiting them. You may not contact any recruits in locations you jump over, but you may jump over locations you've already visited. This can get you out of a tight spot. If you place a mind slip token on the time track, you must use your mind slip to its full extent. You may not pretend to use or only partially use a mind slip to try and trick the rogue agents. The first recruiter card is Karlbox the Admin. To use him for the mind slip, move to a location two spaces away in a straight orthogonal line. You may pass through locations you've visited, and you may pass through Mayhem tokens. The second recruiter card available in the base game is Pipe Girl. To use her mind slip, 
move to a location two spaces away in a straight diagonal line. You may pass through locations you've visited and you may pass through Mayhem tokens. The second mind slip. During the setup, the second mind slip token is placed on the game board by the rogue agents. If you are able to retrieve this token, you may use it to take a second mind slip action. To retrieve the mind slip token, you must visit the location where it is placed. When you visit it, leave it on the game board and do not tell the rogue agents you have visited it. Once you have visited the token, on any subsequent turn, you may discard it from the board to take a mind slip action. Place the discarded token next to the time track as normal. Important. You do not have to reveal to the rogue agents that you have retrieved the mind slip token until and unless you actually use it. The Immortals. As the recruiter, you control four immortals you can use to help contact recruits and disrupt the rogue agents. While an immortal is in a location with an agent, the immortal prevents the agent from using ask, reveal, or capture actions. Additionally, while an immortal occupies a location, the agents may not ask about any features in that location, regardless of where the agent is on the board. Immortals can also contact recruits by visiting the features shown on the Immortal Recruiting Feature Cards, though they must visit at least two matching features at the same time, which will all be explained shortly. Before or after taking an action on your turn, you may move one Immortal of your choice. You must obey the following rules. An Immortal may move to an orthogonally or diagonally adjacent location, even if they are not at a temple. An immortal may move to a location the recruiter has visited. An immortal may move to a location occupied by an agent. An immortal may not move to a location occupied by another immortal. And finally, an immortal may not move through a mayhem token. Tip. We recommend that you place each immortal in the top left corner of their location so the features on that location remain visible to all players. Like the recruiter, the immortals have feature cards showing where they can contact recruits. However, the immortals' feature cards are visible to the rogue agents. In order to contact a recruit, your immortals must occupy two different locations at the same time, that both have a feature shown on one of the feature cards under Immortal Recruiting. Once your Immortals are in position, immediately reveal a contacted recruit by placing one recruit from the supply on the matching feature icon at the top right of the game board. Then, discard that feature card from the Immortal Recruiting area, leaving it face up for the rogue agents to see. Your Immortals may not contact recruits at this feature again. As soon as a recruit is contacted by your Immortals, it is counted towards a total of 12 recruits that you need to win. Important. The recruiter may use their Immortals to contact recruits at any time on their turn, and may contact recruits up to twice per turn, which would be once per feature card. 
Immortals may not use the recruiter's feature cards, which would be the three cards behind their screen, to contact recruits. They may only use their own immortal recruiting cards. Normally, the recruiter can only win by contacting their 12th recruit when the time token is moved to an alert icon. However, it's possible to win the game by using immortals. After an immortal contacts a recruit, if there are now 12 recruit meeples on the feature icons and time track, then the recruiter wins immediately. There is only one copy of each feature in the feature card deck, which tells the rogue agent that any feature card that appears under immortal recruiting is not one of the recruiter's three feature cards. After you move an immortal for the first time on your turn, you may choose to reveal a location you visited in order to make a second move with an immortal of your choice. This can be a good way to contact an extra recruit or protect an important location, as long as you feel confident that you won't give away your position. To make an extra immortal move, first place one step token on any locations you have visited that does not already have a step token or confirmed mental note. And second, move one immortal of your choice, obeying all rules for moving immortals. Important. The recruiter may only make an extra immortal move once per turn. Draw new immortal feature cards. After you take an action in your immortals move, if you have fewer than two feature cards under immortal recruiting, draw a new feature card until you have two. These are now the features your immortals may use to contact recruits. You cannot use your immortals to recruit from these new feature cards until your next turn. Important. If there are no feature cards left in the deck, you may not draw new cards for your immortals. If you have no feature cards under immortal recruiting and the deck is empty, your immortals can no longer contact recruits. Advance the time token. At the end of your turn, move the time token one space forward on the time track. The time track should now match the time you wrote on your screen map. If the token reaches a white, even-numbered space, your turn is now over. If the token reaches an odd-numbered space with the red alert icon, you must now indicate how many recruits you have contacted this round. Count all circle features that you visited on both your turns this round and place that many recruit meeples from the supply next to the time token. You do not specify at which time each recruit was contacted. If you have revealed your 12th recruit, you immediately win. If not, your turn is over. The Rogue Agent's Turn Each agent you activate may do any of the following in any order. Move up to two spaces, take one action, use a free action ability if the agent has one, that one is optional, and finally use and discard an ally card. This one is also optional. After an agent has been activated, 
knock their figure over to indicate that they may not activate again until the following round. Agent Movement Your agent may move to a new location up to two spaces away, obeying the following movement rules. First, each move must be to an orthogonally adjacent location. You may not move diagonally, unless you are moving to or from a temple. Second, you may change direction during your movement. Third, you may move to a location occupied by another agent. And fourth, as soon as you take an action, your move is over. You may not use your action during your move. For the full game, you may move onto or through a location with an immortal. And also, you cannot move through a mayhem token. The Agent Action Each agent has four available actions, which are Ask, Reveal, Shake Down, and Capture. The Ask Action When you take an Ask Action, choose one of the features in your location and ask if the recruiter has visited any of the location with that feature. If you are at a location with one of the Immortals, you may not use the Ask action. Additionally, you may not ask about any feature in any location that is occupied by any Immortal. The recruiter must consult their secret map to see if they have visited one or more locations with that feature. If they have, they must reveal one such location by placing a step token on it on the game board. The recruiter must choose a location that does not already have a step token or confirmed, which are green, mental note on it. They may, however, place a step token on a location with an unconfirmed, which are white, mental note. If the recruiter has not visited any locations with the feature, or if all locations they visited with the feature already have tokens, the recruiter declares that they cannot place a new token. Important. A temple is not a feature and cannot be asked about. Whenever the recruiter is asked about a feature, they only need to reveal one location, regardless of how many they visited with that feature. They should be careful not to tell the rogue agents whether they have multiple options to choose from. Mental Notes Mental Notes help the rogue agents keep track of information they've discovered and when they discovered it. As they place and confirm Mental Notes on the board, the agents will start to see the recruiter's path take shape. Each Mental Note has an unconfirmed, which are white, and confirmed, which are green, side. The unconfirmed mental notes are used for tracking information the rogue agents suspects to be true. The rogue agents may place, move, or remove unconfirmed mental notes anywhere on the game board at any time and may write any information they think is relevant on them using a dry erase marker. The confirmed mental notes are for tracking information that the recruiter has given. The recruiter must place a confirmed mental note when the rogue agents use a reveal action, which will be explained later. 
Once a confirmed mental note is placed, it cannot be changed or removed from the game board. Other than placing mental notes, the rogue agents may not take notes or otherwise record information they've received. A total of 15 mental note tokens can be on the board, so the rogue agents must use them wisely. No new step token. If the recruiter cannot place a new step token in response to an ask, this can still provide valuable information. It means that the recruiter hasn't visited any location on the map that have the feature but don't have a token. You should track locations the recruiter hasn't visited by placing unconfirmed mental notes there and writing an X as well as the time when it was asked about. If the recruiter later places a step token on one of these locations, you will know they were there after the time on your note. The reveal action. If your agent is on a location with a step token, you may discard the step token to ask the recruiter when they were in that location. If you are in a location with one of the immortals, you may not use the reveal action. The recruiter must consult their secret map and place a confirmed mental note on that location with the specific time that they visited it. The Shakedown Action You may use the Shakedown Action to gather information from Immortals. An agent must be at a location with an Immortal to use Shakedown. The agent may either start their turn in the Immortal's location or use their move to go there. An agent may not use Shakedown in the middle of their move. When you use Shakedown, choose any feature on the board and ask the recruiter if it matches any of the three feature cards behind their screen. Second, if you correctly identify one of the recruiter's card, the recruiter must immediately reveal it and place it face up beside the game board. The recruiter may no longer use this feature to contact recruits. And third, you may push the immortal from your location to any orthogonally adjacent location. You must obey all immortal movement rules. You may push whether or not you correctly identified one of the recruiter's feature cards. Important. You may ask about any feature on the board, not just features at your location. Remember, temples are not features. When a recruiter's feature card is exposed, they should draw an X through each matching circle feature in all locations they have not visited yet, to indicate that he can no longer contact recruits there. Since this does not affect any recruits that were already contacted, they do not need to worry about crossing out locations they have visited. You may not push an immortal through mayhem, or push them to a space with another immortal. If there is no legal move for an immortal, you may not push them. The Capture Action You may use a capture action at your location to attempt to capture the recruiter. If you are at a location with one of the immortals, you may not use the capture action. The recruiter must consult their secret map. 
If they are currently at your location, they declare the capture is a hit. They are captured, and the rogue agents win. If the recruiter is not currently at your location, they declare the capture is a miss, and play continues. A tip. Use unconfirmed mental notes to mark missed captures. The Agent Abilities Each Agent card has a unique ability that they may use once per activation. Some abilities are actions, which means using the Agent's ability counts as their one action for the turn. Other abilities are free actions, which means the Agent can use the ability before or after they move or take an action. They may not use a free action during their move or action. Meru, the Psychic Crosshairs, has an action that allows her to ask the recruiter if they are currently within two spaces of you in a straight orthogonal line, including your current location. The recruiter must respond yes or no truthfully, but does not have to place a step token. This action may not be used when in a location with an immortal. For Henry Lime, the mental block has an ability which states that always, immortals may not contact recruits in your location or any location orthogonally adjacent to you. Bill Falls has the detect weakness. This is a free action which states that before or after you move, you may move one immortal that is orthogonally adjacent to you one space in any orthogonal direction. You must obey all immortal movement rules. You may not move an immortal that is in your location. And finally, Dusty has the neural rhythm. As a free action, you may move any agent one space plus one additional space for each of the recruiter's feature cards that have been exposed by the shakedowns. For example, if two feature cards have been exposed this game, you can move one agent up to three spaces. You must obey all agent movement rules. The Ally Abilities During their activation, any agent may use an ally card ability. After using an ally, it is discarded which means each ally can only be used once per game. Tip. In your first full game, the rogue agents will only have one ally. They may unlock more in the shift packages over the course of several games. The shift packages will all be explained later. If the rogue agents have multiple allies, an agent may use more than one in the same turn. The one ally available is the Black Ops Dolphin. When taking an ask action, before the recruiter answers, activate this ally to force the recruiter to place step tokens on all locations they've visited with the specified feature that do not already have a step token or confirmed mental note. Then, discard discard. End of round. After all four agents have activated, the round ends. Stand all agents upright and begin the next round with the recruiter's next turn. The game end. The rogue agents win the game if they capture the recruiter 
or if the recruiter cannot make a legal move. The recruiter wins if the time token makes it to 16 o'clock or if they have contacted 12 recruits. You can keep track of up to four sets of games on the back page of the rules. Fill in the name of the player controlling the recruiter and each of the agents. For each game played between this set of players, fill in the date and the recruiter's character, which could be Adman or Pipe Girl. If the rogue agents win, fill in the round in which they won. If the recruiter wins, write an R for recruits or E for evade, where R means they won by contacted the required number of recruits and E means they evaded capture for the entire game. Now that we've gone through all the rules for the full game, let's look into more detail the shift system. The shift system helps balance the game between groups that play in the same roles over multiple sessions, which we highly recommend. After a game, the losing side gets to open a shift package, which will give them additional abilities to increase their odds in the next game. In this box, you will find 14 mysterious packages, known as shift packages, that contain extra content for the game. The recruiter for mind management and the rogue agents each have seven numbered shift packages. At the end of each full game, the side that lost opens the next shift package, starting with one and proceeding to seven. Shift packages contain two kinds of components. Shift modules are optional gameplay modes that use the components listed on the back of the comics contained inside the shift packages. Between games, store any shift module components in their respective package so that they are separate from the base game components. Standard components are not listed on the back of the comic books and are permanently added to the full game. After the package is open, store all standard components in the main game box. Important. Unlike legacy games, content from the shift packages is intended to be added or removed depending on how you want to play, but are never destroyed. Opening shift packages. When you open a package, read all of its content carefully. Some content may need to be kept hidden from your opponents or given to your opponents before the game starts. Some shift content may override rules established in this rulebook. In all cases, the new content supersedes this rulebook. Whenever you see three wavy lines before a word on any component, you can go to www.fluxsafehouse.com and enter that word to learn more about those rules. Try it now with this three lines rulebook. Using the shift modules. Shift modules help balance the challenge of playing as the recruiter or rogue agents. For example, if the recruiter wins a game, the rogue agents open a shift module that they can use in the next game, giving them a new edge. Once you have opened multiple shift modules, you will need to decide which modules you want to use at the start of each game. Before setting up the game, 
lay out all the modules you have opened, and then choose them as follows. First, the side that lost the previous game chooses any number of modules to use. This could be zero, sum, or all of the modules previously opened. And second, the side that won the previous game gets to choose which modules they want to use. The number they may choose is limited by how many modules their opponents chose and how many games they have won in a row. If they won the previous game only, they choose one fewer shift modules than their opponents. If they won the last two games, they choose two fewer shift modules than their opponents. And if they won the last three or more games, they choose three fewer shift modules than their opponents. Again, this side may choose to use no modules at all and cannot choose unopened modules. They may not be able to choose the number of modules allowed because they have not opened that many modules. This is fine. It means they have not lost much. Note. Record which side wins or loses each game on the back of this rulebook to help. If you are playing with different game groups or your players want to switch sides, you can use the back of this rulebook to record multiple campaigns at the same time. Packing up the shift system. Each shift package contains an original mini-comic by Matt Kent. On the back cover of the comic is a diagram of all the components that belong to that shift module. It does not show new standard components as those are packed away in the main game box. When you put away the game, place the mini comic book back into the package with the back cover showing so you can easily see what's in that module. This will help you when deciding which modules to play with in your next game. All packages unlocked. Once all shift packages have been opened, you're free to play with them however you like. Some options you might consider would be to reset all the shift modules by placing each mini comic book back in the package with the front cover phasing out, and then starting a new campaign with players on opposite sides. Another option would be to have each side's opponent choose which shift modules they get to play with. And another would be to have players bid to the recruiter using the number of shift modules they will grant to the rogue agent. Solo and Co-op To play the solo or co-op game, you're going to need to download the free app. Go to www.offthepagegames.com slash mindmgmt or scan the QR code in the rulebook. While the app will walk you through the setup steps, it will not teach you how to play the game, so it is recommended that you play the competitive game before trying the solo or co-op game. And that is it for chapter 25 of the book of rulebooks, Mind Management, a game designed by Sen Foon Lim and Jay Cormier and published by Off The Page Games. My name was Mathieu Labras and thank you very much for listening. We'll see you in chapter 26 in which we'll cover the game Tiny Epic Dinosaur.